Have you always dreamed of creating your own beauty products or building your own beauty brand? Welcome to Beauty Business School, the podcast devoted to empowering beauty entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Doreen Block. Join me as we talk with industry insiders, beauty founders, and more to provide you with knowledge and resources for launching your own beauty brand. Enjoy the episode. This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome back to the Beauty Business School podcast. I am thrilled to welcome Dorian Renault of Butta Skin. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me today. So Dorian, let's hear all about your journey to start this brand. You launched a year ago. Tell us about your background and why did you decide to start this brand? Um, well, you know, I'm from a small town, uh, and it's in, it's very small, actually. It's in Texas called Beaumont, Texas, and we didn't really have the resources, to be honest, um, for skincare. So I started struggling with hyperpigmentation and acne like a lot of teenagers do at about 15, 16, and I would go in stores, and I just really could not find products that suited my skin, you know, different races have different textures of skin and you can't use the same products on everything. So mm-hmm. a lot of products didn't work. It broke me out. I started going to a nail salon, believe it or not, to get microdermabrasion because it was the only place wow. that they offered it. And so I, uh, when I moved to college uh, in Atlanta, I, I had a better grasp and resource to get my skin done the way that it should be done. And I mm-hmm. kind of came obsessed with skincare. And, you know, I started getting facials at a really young age and, you know, vampire facials and microderm and microneedling and kind of telling other people, you know, in my immediate community about like the benefits of like taking care of your skin. And as I continue with my career in modeling and acting, you know, they would put makeup on me and when you take it off, I'm embarrassed you know, or my skin doesn't look like it looked when I was on camera. So it, I created butter around my routine, honestly. Like I would use a gentle cleanser. I would use the vitamin C serum and I would use shea butter straight from the streets of New York that I would have to melt mm-hmm. down in my microwave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, you know, if you get it in New York, it's like on the street in Harlem and it's like really hard. You can't really, really find it anywhere down. else. Yeah. And um, I realized it was hard for me to get here in L.A. And when I was in Texas and traveling. And so I kind of became obsessed with the benefits that it had on my skin and mm-hmm. not just on my body, but on my face. And, yeah, that's how we kind of came up with butter, or I did, I should say. <laughs> that is so exciting and so amazing. And I cannot wait to get into all of the details. Um, and by the way, I am so lucky that I got to try the products. And yes. As soon as I saw the facial shea butter, I was like, what? This yeah, right. <laughs> is everything. Because yeah. I have, yeah, I have like a tub of shea butter that has remained basically untouched because it's so hard. And yes, so yes. Butta's product is, I can't believe it didn't occur, you know, before in your yeah. product. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was such a fan of shea butter and I would literally, mm-hmm. they, it comes in all different colors and textures mm-hmm. and, 
you know, I would literally try to get it down to a solution that was comfortable for me to put on my body. So I would melt it down in the microwave, let it cool off for a little bit, melt it some more. And then I was just like, why can't it just come soft and easy to put on and, you know, go on your face easy? So when I created my product, I made sure that our shea butter was whipped and smooth and easy to go on. So you didn't have to, like, use a lot of it as well. And it delivers. So for wow, people thanks. who have not used this product yet, and if you're interested in shea butter, this is the one to go for. It's so moisturizing, and it just, I put it on at night, um, uh -huh. and when I woke up, my, my skin was so incredibly hydrated and yes. perfect. So I want to hear yes. more about how you developed that product. What, what was the question, Sorry. How did you go about developing that product? Um, did you work with a lab? What was your process? Well, first and foremost, you know, I had products that I really, really enjoyed. Like, I'm not a skincare expert. I'm a skincare lover. So, you know, I went through some of the things that I really enjoyed about each individual product, and I started creating a kit that was similar to what I was using and what I like to use. So, for example, I like a very gentle cleanser. I don't like something too harsh on my face. You know, I want something mm -hmm. that keeps the good oils in my face, takes out the bad ones. So when I came up with my cleanser, it was really important to infuse lavender in there because it's very calming. And so I found that I was using a cleanser, but I also had like a lavender serum on the side prior to creating butter. So I combined that into one. Mm -hmm. um, with the vitamin C serum, I think that, and what I've learned is a lot of people in the African-American community and, and melanin-rich skin community, they don't know much about serums. And I think serums are new to, to everyone in skincare. I feel so true. 15 years ago, everybody was, you know, with a cleanser, maybe a toner, a moisturizer. And I think now more people are realizing that serums are a solution-based product. And so instead of me putting a toner in there, I wanted to put a serum because it's helped me so much. And our vitamin C is amazing. And then when it came mm -hmm. down to the shea butter, like I said, it was such a major part of my skincare routine. And people would literally come up to me and say, how yeah. is your skin so moisturized? And how is it glowing? Especially as a man, they're like, what, what do you do to your skin? And I say, you know, honestly, I put shea butter on my skin. They were like, no way. I would assume that that would break me out and I said you know I've done a lot of research yeah. and what the shea butter does is it works with the oils in our skin so it actually helps prevent breakouts uh versus starting them and you know so I had no idea how many products I really wanted to put into this kit I had no idea how to even start this luckily for me I met a business partner that was very well versed in the skincare industry and taught me everything um from the lab and you know, to packaging. So I'm in my lab at least four to five times a year. You know, I, I mm. test out all the samples. I pick out all the scents. I pick out the packaging. I pick the models. I shoot a lot of the content myself. So I'm very hands-on because, you know, even though we just launched and we were, we just made a year, it's my baby. And it's important mm -hmm. to give quality skincare to people that feel overlooked and I was one of those people I felt like I would go in you know high-end retailers or I would go into like a lot of these skin boutiques in Beverly Hills and as an actor and an entertainer painter I spent money on you know 
taking care of my skin. And I just felt like it wasn't many products for me mm-hmm. that represented, you know, class and, 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 and also like putting, you know, people of color in the space of beauty. I would go in and I would, you know, buy Peter Thomas Ross or buy all of these really expensive products like Lemire. And I'm like, wait, these aren't really made for, you know, necessarily my skin type. Not that these aren't amazing products because they are, but I don't know if they're using the nutrients and vitamins that melanin and rich skin needs. So, yeah, that was my goal. <laughs> amazing. And so how long did it take from, you know, you wake up one day and you have that spark of an idea? And by the way, did it happen for you that way where it was just this spark of an idea? Or was it something that yeah. you debated and tried to find business partners for first and then ultimately having the products in your hand? What was that process like and how long did it take? Well, you know, I was about to turn 30, <laughs> and I had had this incredible life in my 20s, seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. almost, you know, things somewhat handy to me. I was, you know, filming, keeping up the Kardashians, and flying mm-hmm. around the world, and hanging out, and filming my show, and, you know, I wanted something for myself. And I just started thinking, like, towards the end of 2019, like, what do I want to do, you know? And skincare had come so naturally to me because over the years prior, I just kind of dove into it, you know, on accident. And um, wrote up a business plan out of nowhere. I don't even remember writing it up, which is the craziest part. And I was modeling for a company. Um, We won't name them, but I was modeling for a skincare company out of London. And... I was giving these products to celebrities, you know, so they was paying me kind of as an ambassador to give these products to celebrities and these celebrities were posting the products. And I said to the company owner, I said, you know, we should do like a collab kit or something, you know, it makes more sense and my name is on it. He didn't want to to do it. And, Mm. you know, I said, well, we can't work together anymore. I'm not going to continue giving, you know, these products with your name on it. You know, for this amount of, of money, which I will say to young business owners, do not sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. And um, I happened to meet my manufacturer through this very guy somewhat, you know, and I'm thankful to him for that. Um, a few months later, because he wanted me to get some products to some celebrities and had no idea he had a whole factory and a whole skincare empire. And he asked me what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And I said, I want to start a skincare line for, you know, melanin and rich skin and that was, uh, I think that might have been like in January. I got over my ideas in April, May, and the line was launched in October, so it moved pretty quick. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. Fast. Mm-hmm. But that's also, it shows the, the sort of, I think, you know, that vision and the yeah. of vision that you have around mm-hmm. what you wanted to see launch. Yeah, you know, I knew what I wanted it to look like, but it was the first name that came to my mind, period. It just came to me, um, and I knew how it should feel. And being a black man, I didn't realize the responsibility that I had to represent a space that was so empty for, you know, African-Americans in skincare. I was like, you know, I go and I do all these interviews like I'm doing with you, and, you know, I go to New York, and... You know, I'm sitting in these rooms and I'm I'm sometimes asking myself, what are you doing here? Like, I never imagined, you know, being, you know, owning a skincare line, honestly. Like, I loved skincare. It was what I loved. 
and it does not feel like a job at all. And I'm hoping that I can open doors for, you know, other people to do the same. Like Rihanna, I feel like Rihanna's Fenty line totally opened up the door for yes. like this like brown beauty and, and you know and, and makeup and you know you think about it like we are living in 2019 we all are in this diverse culture and although politically times might be all over the place i feel like in general people respect each other for the most part and we all coexist in this world and you go in walgreens imagine going in there and then you don't see anything that's necessarily designed for you. And then they put you in like a section that says ethnic hair section. And I'm like, what is this right. section? This is so terrible. It's like, crazy. why do I have to go? I feel so segregated in the back. You're bringing up such a great point, but please continue. I so many thoughts on that. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird to me. You know, I grew up in a middle-class African-American home. My parents both have, you know, very good jobs college educated and and affording skincare was never a problem but it wasn't something that was necessarily taught in our community and when you go in walgreens or cbs i think you see why because it's a section <laughs> that says like ethnic hair care like i think that is just crazy because where do they like where would you even think to to put a section you know specifically for this hair care as if we're giving you guys this little section and we have like the whole store. I think it should all be in one section. I think yeah. that, you know, we live in such a diverse world that people from all different shades and tones, and you know what's so funny? It's not just for black people. I am a black man, so I tell people all the time, listen, y'all, I'm not a white guy. If I was looking like Bradley Cooper, I could sell skincare to people that look like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I, I look like me, so it wouldn't be authentic to me to tell a guy that has a different skin type how to take care of his skin. I don't have redness to my skin like Caucasian or other people do. So I think that for me, I'm not just like excluding. I'm just saying, hey, this is what I know that works for me. I can't tell you how to take care of your skin because I'm not a doctor, you know, and I just want to help the people that have had the same issues as me. And I think that it definitely needs to be a way more diversity, you know, from Latina to everything, you know, when it comes down to still in, in like CVS or Target or something like that. Right. And the other point of view that I have really thought about more over the past two, three years is that the amount of mixed ethnicity consumers that there are mm -hmm. now in mm -hmm. because of course we're all mixing and mingling and so yes it's, yes it's to try to create these completely artificial aisles essentially yes. or barriers and say one person can shop here one person can shop there it's so yeah. silly so yeah. silly yeah i mean when you think about it when you look around there are more biracial people than anything. And you think about the skin problems that they have. I mean, you, you, you mix two different races together. And, you know, I've had biracial, I have tons of biracial friends. They go, oh, my God, the problems I have with my skin. I don't know if it comes from a black side or my Mexican <laughs> side or my white side. They're like, I just don't right. know what to do with my skin. And so when you put out products and you say they're for everybody, they're not, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of the moisturizers that I would use. I mean, I, I literally tried everything because I really enjoy, you know, if you see my skincare box, you'd be like, wow, I have tons of products. But, you need your shelfie. Yeah, I mean, you would think I, you would think I was like an editor or something because I'm like trying them and like saying what I like and what I don't like. 
But I would find that, like, the moisturizers weren't thick enough for my skin. They wouldn't last all day. I have problems with dry skin, especially people on the East Coast, whether they're black, white, orange, or purple, shea butter will help your skin in that in the wintertime. Like, mm-hmm. please use it because, I mean, it protects you from that harsh wind. I mean, I've been in New York, and I have just wanted to just go back inside because it yeah. has been that cold. So imagine what it's doing to your skin. So I think that if more people did research on, you know, shea butter and things of that nature, and our butter comes directly from Ghana, Africa directly you know and so it was really it was important to me to get shea butter that comes from africa because you know when you go to like harlem the the africans they're the ones on on the block selling it and it's so authentic to the culture and although i'm not from africa i've never been to africa um i find that the ingredients from that land are amazing (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's why it's like the motherland over there. It's like they have the best ingredients ever. And I think you're bringing up also something that we always tell people who are aspiring beauty entrepreneurs, which is know your category. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that you're emphasizing that you tried every moisturizer and hydrator on the market and there was mm-hmm. something lacking. You know the space so intimately and therefore can create a premium and, you know, exceptional and unique product. Right. So important. Right. I mean, you know, you know, you think about these people that are in fitness. You, now you look on Instagram, there is everybody's a trainer okay <laughs> but you know I, i'm a six foot three guy and i've had trainers that work out with me and they say hey i can show you how to get this good body and i'm like but you're five foot eight and although you might know how to train i need somebody with my body type don't you feel comfortable i mean right. even as a woman like if you're working out with someone it feels good to work out with somebody that looks like you that yes. can help you get that attainable goal right. so you know, when you can see somebody in your reflection, it helps you out so much more. And not to discredit any other line or anybody else, but I feel like know, do what you know. You know, I know my skin type. I study different problems in the African-American community and talk to them about the problems that they have. And, you know, one of the things that Shea Butter is great for, which is why we made the body size, is because mm. it helps out with eczema and stretch marks. So, <laughs> sorry, I've had so many pregnant women reach out to me and say, I was using your Shea Butter and the vitamin C together on my stretch marks, and it helped my stretch marks. Wow. And so, you know, it's, it's somewhat for everybody. And, you know, with the next product that I'm coming out with, I'm so excited about that because we're including CBD in some of the products. So, I, I think yeah. the next wave, yeah. <laughs> now it's going to be my next question. I saw okay, that you yeah. announced the CBD-infused line. So tell us more about that. Why are you excited about this ingredient? Yes. Okay. So listen, to be honest, and 10 years ago, if you started a line and you said this, it would just not work. <laughs> no, that's but, so you true. Know, that band I... is like the record. <laughs> Yes, you know, I live in California, and Mm -hmm. I was never a marijuana smoker in high school, college. I mean, I was totally against it. And when I moved to California, I started really realizing the benefits. Number one, I struggled with migraines my whole entire life. And my doctor said, you should try smoking weed before you go to sleep. And I said, well, okay. My parents (laughs) were like, what are you over there doing? You're doing drugs. You know, because... 
you know, eight years ago, it was it was different. You know, it was like weed is still, you know, weed. And so I started really noticing the benefits of it and seeing the industry changing. And I started using CBD products in my body, you know, as a former athlete and, you know, kind of just my body's breaking down a little bit. And I just was like, wow, this stuff really adds an effect and it, it calms. And one thing um, that I'm coming out with first is a bump cream for ingrown hair. It's a lot of ethnic oh. people, whether you're African-American, Indian, if you, if you have curly hair in general, yeah. ingrown hair can be, you know, a big problem. And yeah. one thing after you shave is, you know, you're irritated, you know, your face is burning or your body's burning, your bikini line's burning. And mm -hmm. so CBD is such a calming effect, you know, to put on your body to heal your body. And so we, you know, I put CBD in this amazing, amazing bump cream that literally clears up ingrown hairs within three days. And wow. a lot of the bump prints smell really bad. And so I went down to the lab uh, two months ago and I went through all of the scents and chemical tests and everything like that to make sure that this bump cream smelled good. Because if you're a woman and you put it on your bikini line, you don't want to smell like, you know, uh, some guy that's a bump cream on. Or if you're a guy and you're going on a date after right. you shave and you put that on, it smells good. It goes with your fragrance. It goes with your skin. So um, I'm so excited about that. And I'm I'm interested to learn more about this CBD and marijuana and hemp space and skincare because I really think it's the next wave in skincare for sure. It is. It is. Well, yeah. that launching, by the way, I can't wait to try it. Yes, well, you'll be one of the first ones to get a product for sure. Um, but we are expected to launch on Black Friday, so oh, I'm excited good. about that. Yeah, it'll be a Green Friday though. Everything <laughs> <laughs> one money and weed. I love it. Yes, 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 absolutely. It's, it's a new day. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. And I, I think that one thing that we've been looking at, you know, from the Poshley perspective around tracking CBD as an ingredient is that consumers are really excited about it and they want to see more of that clinical and claim information like what you just said around. It's not just calming, but the fact that it clears up these skin struggles within three days. That is such a powerful, quantifiable number and that's something yeah. that consumers are increasingly excited about yeah i mean i think that anytime you go out with a hair buff on your face or if you're a woman and you have it in your bikini line it's embarrassing and you know for us to not identify what all feeling insecure about some parts of our skin we would be lying to ourselves and that's right. why i think that skincare is such a vulnerable space and i've had to be vulnerable with helping other people with their skincare. So I've had to take the mask off of Hollywood and being out here for such a long time and looking perfect and doing all these different things and saying, hey, I struggle with my skin too, okay? Like, I have problems with mine as well. You know, I know a lot of my pictures seem to look all great and perfect, but that's well, the job. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's the industry that I'm in. And because I've worked hard in my skin, I've been able to achieve, you know, Skin that I'm happy about walking out the house with. <laughs> um, and so you've gotten such great press traction for the brand. What's your advice for founders? I, I imagine that there is that element of vulnerability around what your journey has been, but mm -hmm. do you have any other tips, tricks, and advice about PR and publicity, especially when launching a new brand? Uh, you know, I think you said it earlier, you have to know your audience. 
target your audience. One thing that I, I will say is utilize social media. There's a great tool called Promotion on there where you can literally find, you know, areas where people are paying attention to you. Uh, me being in front of the camera for so long and doing shows, and I'm on a sitcom. We're going into our sixth season right now. I kind of knew who was watching, and I knew who needed it, and I hustled. I, you know, half my press came from myself. The other came from my team. But I will say this. I haven't had a publicist throughout this whole process. Yeah. At the very beginning, I did. And after that, you know, it's kind of just been me uh, really, you know, treating it like a baby, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that people see it and hear about me and hear about the brand and going to events and, you know, talking to different people in skincare. And even as a celebrity or a public figure, I've had to kind of strip myself from that and kind of go to conventions and learn all over again. So, you know, get, get the knowledge, you know, talk to resources and, and, and don't be afraid to ask, you know, it's so many amazing podcasts like this one here that are so interested in new brands and just mm-hmm. don't give up, you know, and me reaching my one year anniversary yesterday, it was a lot of emotions, very proud, you know, of course, but also, you know, analyzing and saying, okay, what can we do better to make this brand better, make this brand more relatable, make this brand more like a family brand and, you know, expand. So just keep learning. Yeah. Cause I'm learning yeah. with you. <laughs> amazing. And um, I, now that you've reached that one year milestone, I imagine that, I mean, you spoke to the emotions around that. What is your big vision, especially now that you've kind of done, in a way, the hard work of setting it up, launching, developing credibility, you know, ironing out the basics of the product development. What's the big vision for the brand over the next two, three, four, five years? You know, the vision for me is to just continue to have people reach out and say that I'm help change their skin and gave them confidence. I'd like to expand this brand. I'd like for us to come up with more products that are solution-based. I would like to include more people of color in the campaigns. I'd like to see these campaigns go big. I would like to hear people talk about the skincare journey through butter. Um, I'm starting a YouTube channel right now where we're doing like a little bit of a podcast as well, talking about different skincare issues. I think the sky's the limit as long as I stay true to what this brand started on, and that is love, because I know what it's like to be unconfident about my skin, and I do not want other people to feel the same way. So if we keep it going like this, I think it'll be around for a long time. I agree. I am yes. so <laughs> impressed with you, so inspired. Oh, thank you. I know other people will be too, because I think it just also speaks to you. You have already such a successful career and just not resting on those laurels and that yeah. hunger to just keep learning new things and developing new things. It's so beautiful. And, and I can feel that, that it's so infused with love, this venture yeah. that you have. Yeah. It's really, really remarkable. So congratulations. Thank you. And, you know, to your point, I want to say this before we wrap. It was so many times in the entertainment business that I had to hear no. And although me being an entertainer helps me promote my brand and all those different things, I created my brand because I didn't want anybody else to tell me no again. To me to feel validated by their yes or their no. So young entrepreneurs, 
start your brand for you, do it for you, and put it all, you know, put all of yourself into it because ultimately, you know, working for yourself and being your own boss and not having anybody being able to give you confidence. You should be able to give yourself confidence. So starting your own business, I would recommend it, and I would say do the research and go with it, you know. I'm a new business owner, so every struggle that you're facing, even though it might look good on this end, because I have, you know, a lot of hoopla around Hollywood around me, we're all in this together, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and by the way, do you have any mentors? Have you had mentors in this process of starting the brand? Yeah, I mean, well, first and foremost, my my business partner, Chad Hatfield, and his wife, Yvonne uh, Hatfield, they have taught me so many things about you know, skincare business, but I look up to people and I'm lucky enough to call these people friends like Puff Daddy, who is such a business savvy person and entrepreneur, one of the most wealthiest people in the business. He's always encouraging me to continue going and, you know, my friends in the business, of course, being around the, uh, the Kardashians for so many years and to see their empire grow, even down to my other friends like Malika and those girls. I just, mm-hmm. I, I am around and blessed to be around so many young business men and women starting their own thing. And so I feel what's great is that we all kind of mentor each other, even though a lot of us are just starting out, you know, we have that community where we can talk to each other and give each other advice. But I I ask, I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like, hey, how did you do this? How did you get rich over here? So yeah that's the first step right it's just yes people tend to be very generous with their advice and i that's what i found anyway too is that they if if your heart's in the right place they're rooting for you and they want to help you yeah absolutely i mean i think you know asking for advice is like the biggest form of flattery anyway so i think (laughs) that people you know if you open your mouth and say hey you know, could you give me some advice or could you mentor me in this space? I think you'd have a better shot than asking somebody to do something for you. <laughs> right. And by the way, actually, and I know this um, is a bit of a non sequitur, but I, I have to know since we're since mm-hmm. we're on the call right now, Butterskin is direct to consumer online only. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Do you have plans to go into retail? Yes, we do. So, you know, we're speaking to people right now. I'm oh, good. doing some stuff with QVC very soon, so I'm excited oh, about that. <laughs> very I'm excited about that. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking to some retailers right now so that it can be available to people to just grab off the shelf because the brand awareness, I think, has been really great. Yeah. And um, for those people that are not online shoppers, and to be honest, you know, I'm learning so much as a direct and consumer brand because I was never really an online shopper. So I'm like, wait, this many people buy stuff online? <laughs> so um, it's, it's an interesting space, but the ultimate goal is to definitely be in stores and maybe even have our own stores one day too. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. wonderful. We're mm-hmm. going to do it all. I'm so thrilled yeah. for you, and thank you for taking the time thank today. You. No, thank you. I, I checked out the website. I'm such a fan of it. I think what you guys are doing is so amazing. So, you know, let's always keep each other in the loop. That's the only way yeah. to keep all of this going. <laughs> I agree.